Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. I can take them to a place uh, personally that they can't get to themselves. Right back in this game. Big expectations. They got to buy into that, and it's not going to be comfortable at times. I pull and I root for the team because I know if the team's playing well, it makes the people in the city excited and happy. You know, we're in this thing to win. This game is over. Ryan Eugene Hopkins. This is Oscar Platon. This is is Cam Talbot. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Shed. joining you today from Rogers Place back in Edmonton late flight last night out of Minneapolis following a 4-1 much needed Oilers victory meanwhile here at Rogers Place day two of JT this is Oilers now brought to you by Digitex PCs copiers supplies printers laptops IT plotters software and now Digitex can manage your corporate cell phone plan saving your company money all your devices managed at digitex.ca. Never a bad day when you open up with Lunatic Fringe to start the show from Red Rider. That's two Red Rider hits this week on uh, Oilers Now. Special thanks to my man who puts the whole thing together back in the studio, Brendan Escott, especially on days in which we land at 2.55 a.m. in the morning. Uh, Brendan, thank you very much. Uh, we got a panel to shoot down here at 2 o'clock. The Edmonton Oilers actually pushed their practice. Initially, they were scheduled to practice uh, today at noon over at the community arena. They pushed it back to 2.30, partially because of last night's uh, delayed departure. Second, tri- Man, we've had problems this year. I uh, just uh, haven't been able to get out of Dodge uh, quick enough. Uh, Montreal sat in the tarmac for three and a half hours because of the extreme weather conditions, and then last night at least an hour and a half uh, in St. Paul, Minnesota. 
but uh, these sort of shows on these quick transition days uh, do not happen without the help of uh, an excellent producer and a good uh, fill-in host as well. So, Brendan, thank you very much. Just want to give you a little uh, tap on the back. You know, I don't know if I do that enough. Certainly don't do that enough in the old Chateau Stauffer, which is why I end up being in Chateau Bow Wow often on a regular basis. So, good work, my man. You ready to get after it? Absolutely. And thank you for that, by the way. That's awesome. Well, it's true. You know, like, uh, you know, I've had three producers on this show in this variation over the last... Eight years now at 6.30, Chad. Two years over at the other station when it was Oilers lunch. But uh, three producers, Reed Wilkins, who obviously has uh, graduated and uh, moved on and is his uh, own uh, media mogul himself. Uh, Brendan Ulrich, who's out there selling stuff right now for Chorus. And uh, he was a a terrific guy. And you're you're help making it happen as well, Brendan. So it's a good thing. And, you know, that's that's part of what this is all about, right? Like, uh, I will tell you. That uh, 25, 30 years ago, there were guys that, you know, helped me along. And uh, one of those guys was uh, the late, great Wes Montgomery. He always had positive reinforcement and just be patient. It's going to happen for you. Stuff. Let's have another drink. So, anyhow, uh, this is Oilers Now. And anybody that knew Wes would know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, we are going to uh, recap last night's Oilers victory, much needed against the uh, Minnesota Wild. We're going to hit on some comments from Brian Burke. And they maybe talk a bit about this building as well. Uh, so we'll get to that. Elliot Friedman from NHL Hockey and Rogers, courtesy of our friends from the River Cree Resort and Casino, coming down the pipe at 1235. 105 today, we're going to get to some calls and some texts. Here's how you get hold of us. You can reach us on the River Cree Resort and Casino hotline, where they got country legend Neil McCoy taking stage tomorrow at the River Cree Resort and Casino. Tickets at Ticketmaster.ca. You can text us at 630-630 on our Heartland Ford text line. Think all dealerships are the same. Think again. Experience buying a vehicle on your terms with no pressure at Heartland Ford. 135 today. Edmonton Oil Kings General Manager Kurt Hill is going to join me uh, up high above the 8th floor at uh, Rogers Place to have a conversation about the first place uh, Edmonton Oil Kings. Want to get this in early. Uh, this March, you got a chance to take the family to the beach during spring break with great deals to fun in the sun destinations. Start planning today. Puerto Vallarta for $15.45, Riviera Maya for $16.99, and Honolulu, just $18.75. These four- and five-star packages include accommodations, airfare, taxes, parking at the Value Park at the Emerton International Airport. For reservations, call the travel experts at New West Travel or book online at newwesttravel.com. By the way, coming up here shortly... Uh, I think early next week we are going to have a, uh, oh, yes, indeed we are, a Oilers Now uh, Traveling Roadshow event over at uh, local downtown. So we're going to be dropping the puck on a trip that we have coming up. We're on Twitter at Oilers Now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer and Brendan at uh, Brendan Escott. Straight into the Oilers Audio Vault for direct workwear, for product knowledge, compliance, great pricing, and innovation. Directworkwear.com, an Edmonton-based company. The Oilers had lost six straight games. They played well on the road, the uh, two overtime losses in Philadelphia, Montreal. Could have won either one of those games. They got it done last night. Here's Jack Michaels with the call. It's a one and done on the road for the Edmonton Oilers tonight as they are in XL Energy Center to take on the Minnesota Wild. Cassian dishing off to McDavid over the line. One timer. Nurse scores right through the glove of Devin Dubnik. Nugent Hopkins on the attack. Left circle center. Pass. One timer score. Ty Ratty. Barry. 
buries it. And it's 2-0 Edmonton. Buck sports free in tight one-timer score. Erickson Eck breaks up Cam Talbot's bit for a shutout. Knocked away by Russell, and he, he got run right to the left goal post and hit it hard, and he's down. Dreisaitl pulls the draw back to Connor McDavid in the high slot. Darnell Nurse walks the line, dishes Nugent Hopkins inside. One-timer score. Dreisaitl buries it from Jason, and his 32nd of the year extends Edmonton's lead to 3-1. Yeah, he's in the top five in the league right now in goals, the top five in the league in power play goals, Jack. And now Raddy breaks through the middle. He's got a breakaway. A lunging stop made by Dubnik on Ty Raddy. Denied him. And now Cassie with an empty net. Shoots and scores. And this game is over. Edmonton's going to snap this six-game winless skid and win a game it had to have. 4-1 Oilers. Cassie in the empty netter. Uh, it was a good solid 60 minutes tonight. All right, uh, and it was a good solid 60 minutes. And I, it was a game in which shot chart was totally uh, – I, I know, you know, Talbot in the end made 35 saves. He played well. Uh, he certainly outplayed Devin Dubnik. Devin Dubnik gave up the type of goal early in the game that if that had gone against the Oilers, might have resulted in a different sort of game, uh, game. No question about it. But Edmonton did a pretty good job boxing uh, the Minnesota Wild out, and Bruce Boudreau gave it to his team after the game. Here's Oilers head coach Ken Hitchcock's thoughts on the game. We played the way we have to play to win, and we we had a lot of good grinding shifts. We got timely goals. Power play goal in the third period was a great play and a great goal. Uh, gave us a little bit of breathing room, and I, I thought we managed the game. Uh, I, I thought three of the last four games we've played excellent. We've played really, really good hockey, and uh, we played the same way in the third period today as we did in, uh, in, in Montreal. So we, we've got... We've got a blueprint for success on the road, and we've got to take our road game back home and and not try to uh, not try to dance with other teams. We, we're built a certain way right now, and we've got to play this way to win hockey games, and we're doing it on the road, and I see no reason why we can't take it home and hopefully play well the same way. That's Oilers head coach Ken Hitchcock. Now the Oilers obviously back home. The team will practice today at 2.30. San Jose tomorrow, 5, part of Hockey Day in Canada. Cam Talbot gets the victory. He had this to say on how his team played in front of him. I thought we did a heck of a job in front of our net tonight. Probably uh, one of the best demonstrations that we've had all year, I think. Um, started in the first. There's a few scrambles early, and uh, our guys were dialed in, taking sticks and boxing out. So um, it was great from the start all the way to the end. Um, I don't think they got a, a whole lot for the middle of the ice tonight, and that's what it takes to win. All right. Uh, Ty Ratty scoring a goal. He had uh, two other terrific chances. Rob late in the second and late in the third as well. But he was around the net all game long. And it's been a tough stretch. He's been in and out of the lineup. He had these comments. It's a challenge, I guess. It's a bit of a mental challenge. But uh, whenever you're in there, whether you're playing fourth line, first line, whatever, you need to contribute to the team some way, somehow. Because uh, if you don't, there's uh, hundreds of other players that are going to take your spot and ready to go. So um, whether I'm playing five minutes or, or 15 minutes, I'm happy to be here and I'm happy to contribute. All right, so that's uh, some thoughts uh, from last night's game. Yesterday on Oilers Now, Brian Burke, courtesy of our friends from Canadian Power Pack, addressed a lot of issues. There's been, and, uh, you know, it was interesting because at one point he said, you know, fans need to uh, relax a bit in Edmonton and have a beer. And, you know, the bottom line here is there is, uh, I'm humbled every day in terms of, of how much passion there is for this hockey team. And, uh, you know, as an extension of the club working in the role I do, love it, man. Like, you know what? I get it. You know, there's frustration with where the team is at. 
that there hasn't been more traction this season. Now, that said, the Oilers, after last night's victory, are within two games. Sorry, two points of a playoff spot in a crazy, bizarre race in the Western Conference right now. A lot of people have had some questions uh, in and around, you know, Bob Nicholson, what's the process is going to be. Brian Burke's appearance yesterday had this to say on uh, the length of time that he's known Bob Nicholson and the Oilers GM search that's going to take place. Okay, everyone step back. I mean, this the notion that we're going to come up with a name today that makes sense is kind of silly. My guess is, knowing Bob Nicholson, and I've known Bob for longer than anyone listening or anyone on the call, or I, I played hockey with him in 1973, so I can pretty well assert I know Bob better than, and known Bob longer than anyone who's listening. He's going to do a careful search here. So the notion we'd start throwing names around today and say, what about this guy? What about Joe Smith? Is is ludicrous. And everyone right now is having trouble seeing rationally because they love their team and their team is really struggling. I mean, as bad as it gets. So everyone step back, have a cold drink, sit down, take a deep breath. The key to this next thing is to conduct a proper search. All right. Brian Burke then added some additional comments, perhaps clarifying some of the perspectives and narratives that are out there regarding Oilers, former Oilers general manager, uh, president of hockey operations, and GM Peter Shirelli in the accountability that he would take for the position that the hockey club is in. Keep in mind, one thing that's really aggravating when you're a GM is we know it all comes out in the wash. Okay, as I've been critical of some things in recent days, I know it all comes out in the wash. That's what I used to say to people. All of these things get timed for the calendar, but fans and the media want to use the stopwatch. And we know it. I'd say people would say, well, this is a bad deal. I'd say, well, we're going to find out if it's not. If it is or it's not. And if it's not and I make enough bad deals, I'm going to get canned. So we all know that. So I think Peter would be the first one to say this deal didn't work or that deal didn't work because he's an honest guy and he's a good guy. But his staying away from it right now might be prudent. All right, that's Brian Burke, a longtime NHL executive. We've discussed this a lot uh, over the course of the last several years. It was not uh, for a second my belief that Peter Sorelli came in and sold the vision of building a bigger, heavier team. I do believe that at 30,000 feet, that was the perception that many felt that the Oilers needed to take, uh, especially once they were fortuitous enough to have won the lottery and gotten Connor McDavid. You kind of got to protect that player. That said, and I'm going to maintain this, I believe Peter had an incredible amount of autonomy. And uh, as the league steered itself and went in a different direction uh, to more speed and skill, I don't think there's any question that the body of work suggests, well, maybe you could argue the Strom deal for Spooner, Spooner being a guy that in theory was supposed to skate better, but a disastrous consequence for the Edmonton Oilers because they lost the third line center 20 games in the season, haven't replaced them. For the most part, Edmonton seemed to constantly try to be building a bigger and heavier team. And it worked for a couple of years, and subsequent to that, it did not work. You can blow bullets through and holes through a lot of the uh, decisions made over the last four years. And you heard... Uh, Brian Burke, talk about the fact that he's known Bob Nicholson a long time. It's his belief that Bob's going to do a thorough search. That did not occur the last time when Peter Shirelli quickly came in to the orders uh, moved quickly, and that move at that stage was universally supported by fans in oil country. Did not work out to the exasperation of everybody. As we sit here at Rogers Place, 
you know, in a market where fans unequivocally put their hearts on their sleeves and put their dollars, and it's not corporate dollars. It's not 90% corporate dollars. They put their money where their mouth is. The Oilers are incredibly fortuitous to be in the position that they're in, to have fans this good. I know that people all the way to the top feel and recognize that way. Okay? I'm not going to speak too much to... There's been some suggestions made on relationships in the minimal conversations that maybe I had in the past. Uh, Well, it came out in the release. There was a release written as Daryl Cates pursued the Edmonton Oilers in the days of the Edmonton Investors Group when Cal Cal Nichols, who should be in the Hockey Hall of Fame, when Cal Nichols uh, was heading up the EIG and Daryl Cates sort of, and this was written... I could pretty much guarantee you it was written in May through Josh Prokarski and uh, at that time, Cates' PR staff. Because maybe I knew somebody that took a look at it before it went out. In fact, I can 100% tell you what went out in that release. But a couple things were true every step of the way. Committed to building a downtown entertainment arena complex that has come to fruition and will spend to the cap. You can kick the snot out of what's happened. Uh, the fact that the team has mismanaged the cap, you can't deny that right now. But under Daryl Cates' ownership, the city has transformed itself downtown and the team spent to the cap. You can say the team spent bad money. Go ahead. That's fair game. You'd have lots of illustrations of that even on the current roster. But the two biggest points that were made at the time when Kate started pursuing the team was that he was going to, you know, commit to building a downtown entertainment arena complex and the team is going to spend to the cap. Don't think you're the only ones out there frustrated with the position that the organization is in right now. Okay? So, because there's other people that are fans too. Maybe in different roles. It's It's been a brutal stretch that there hasn't been more traction and all of that's being said, what's crazy about the situation with the hockey team right now, they're two points out of a playoff spot, right? As disappointing of a six wins and 21-game stretch has been, as disappointing as last season was, um, for the guys out there, told you so on Taylor Hall, I like Taylor Hall as much as any media guy in town, right? I also like Adam Larson. I just wish the owners had acquired Adam Larson differently. Um, and in terms of, you know, internal conversations you have no idea who says what to who okay but my experience with Peter Shirelli and that's the point that Brian Burke made is he'd take accountability for what happened here the overall view out of the gate back in 2015 to build a bigger heavier team I believe everyone in the organization was on board with I believe in the final few months of the Shirelli regime uh, the influences from outside that are perceived by some were absolutely minimized. I'm not saying Shirelli acted alone. I'm saying he's a very strong-minded guy that had a high opinion of his uh, talents and abilities. And that's what you have to have in that role. You have to believe in yourself in that role. So we'll see where it goes. Can Ken Hitchcock guide this group the rest of the way and get him in the playoffs? Who's to say? Crazier? There's, You know what? Anything can happen. The team could end up in a position. Right now, they're, what, three points or four points out of last place in the West? And they're a couple points out of a playoff spot. Who knows what's going to happen? But the one thing that did come to fruition 
when Daryl Cates said he was going to pursue uh, the team was that he was going to be the driver for a downtown entertainment arena complex and the team would spend to the cap. They did those two things. And you got full ability to whack away and hammer away about how it was spent. So interesting times and going to be very interested to see what Bob Nicholson comes up uh, with moving forward uh, for the Edmonton Oilers organization. All right, uh, we're going to take a time out. When we come back, NHL today, we will tell you Ken Reed, our old friend from Trainwreck Tuesday on a different show at another time in another place. He is in Swift Current with Hockey Day in Canada. He will be joining us at 1.15. Elliot Fried- Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline and coming up at 12.35, back with NHL Today for elite promotional marketing, more than just sportswear with Brandon Escott. This is Zach Cassian from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bod Stoffer on 6.30, Chad. Like the little conversation Zach had last night with Jason Zucker after uh, Zucker took a little bit of a, a cheap shot. Actually, it was a lot of a cheap shot at Chris Russell. This text comes in on our Heartland Ford text line. Hey, Bob, do we have to give up another draft choice to snag a GM from somewhere else like we had to with Shirelli? No. Uh, the Edmonton Oilers do not. And again, you can uh, text us at 630-630. Bob, when you say everybody on board uh, with building a bigger and heavier team, who's that you're talking about? And are these people still employed by the team? Because if they are, they need to be fired. Trevor, what I'm saying is at 30,000 feet, the feeling was the Oilers were too easy to play against. They needed to build a bigger team. And then Shirelli went about to implement that team and at times doubled down over the course of the last couple of years as the league moved in a different direction. And for the record, how many guys driving right now? When Edmonton announced Peter Shirelli on April the 24th, how many guys thought, oh, excellent. They went and grabbed a guy right out of Boston right away, just got fired by Boston. This is the guy. He's not an Oilers old boy. How many of you were on board with that, honestly? And here we are three and a half years later, and you're saying it was a mistake. Didn't work out. That's what happened. Quickly off to a global news weather traffic update. No, before we go there, we're going to get to NHL today for Elite Promotional Marketing. Here's Brendan Escott. Thanks, Bob. I'll make it quick today. Just one game in the NHL tonight as the Rangers host the Hurricanes at MSG. Uh, Last night, the league tied a single-day record for overtime games with eight. Wild stuff there. Penguins put Evgeny Malkin on the IR yesterday with an upper body injury, but he is eligible to return as soon as tomorrow against Tampa Bay. Blue Jackets forward Artemi Panarin changed agents this morning, moving on from Dan Nolstein. And... uh, that's actually the third agent since this January of 2017, Bob. So not sure what's going on there. Uh, Arizona Coyotes acquired, um, acquired Emil uh, Peterson from the Predators in exchange for Laurent Dauphin and former Red Deer Rebel Adam Haluka this morning. Uh, Peterson is the older brother of Canucks forward Elias Peterson. 
Surging Bakersfield Condors host the San Jose Barracuda tonight and the San Diego Gulls tomorrow. Oil Kings host the Regina Pats on Sunday afternoon at Rogers Place, a 4 o'clock puck drop. We will have Kurt Hill on at 1.35 to help tee that one up. And the U of A Golden Bears are in Calgary tonight kicking off a, the final regular season series against the Dinos. It's a home-and-home home meeting. They're back at the Claire Drake tomorrow at 7. All right, 12.29 in Edmonton. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Back for our friends at the River Cree Resort and Casino with Elliot Friedman from NHL Hockey and Rogers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.